Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. We are joined once again uh, by uh, Declan Buckley and the fart queen of Dingle, Barbara Scully. <laughs> oh uh, a comment that probably uh, bears some... Oh no, have, have I tipped you over the edge already? <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about poor Dingle. And and excuse me. Can I just give the story Barbara was telling us. Can That's... I just put the record straight? Yeah. I was not farting my way around Dingle Literary Festival last weekend. <laughs> I met quite a number of people who were most amused by the content over the last few weeks, which yes. seemed, we did discuss farting quite a bit. Yeah, okay. So hello to everyone in Dingle. Right, okay, here's your first question. My wife and I live in a nice suburb outside Dublin with our children and my wife is from a slightly nicer but a lot more expensive suburb closer to Dublin. My in-laws have always looked down their nose at our area making comments like it's a pity the the main street isn't nicer or it's a shame about X, Y and Z. That's really bitchy, X, Y and Z. Uh, Now uh, now that I'm earning a little more money the in-laws are consciously or unconsciously but definitely not subtle working on me to buy a house in their area. It usually starts off with conversations about the young couples who bought close to them. The last day I was told with my salary I would definitely be able to buy a house close to them and that I should borrow at the top end of the scale. Now my wife has started with endless comments about how great her hometown would be for the kids. The main thing that get me are, one, why isn't my wife getting the same pressure or putting herself under pressure to earn more to buy a new house? And two, I could move back to the southwest coast, looking at the sea and have a much nicer house and quality of life rather than living in an overpriced semi-D in a mediocre area and listening to this muck. There's no consideration as to what I want want. I really resent them trying to steer me like I'm an idiot. Do I just grip my teeth and ignore it? Do I tell my wife to pony up the money herself if she wants to move? Or do I scream at them all over Christmas dinner and leave Dublin wow. forever? Wow. Wow. Okay. Does, I, we see option let's, why, why should I move to the area they want me to isn't an option there. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, the first thing that struck me when I read this letter was that if this guy thinks that he could, and I know he lives in a nice suburb outside of Dublin, uh, uh, but if he thinks that he could buy a house on the southwest coast with a view of the sea for a lot less, I'd be really surprised <laughs> having, you know, the prices in the southwest coast. If he's talking about West Kerry, West Cork and Kerry, it's like, you know, anything looking at the sea is uh, pricey enough. But anyway, okay, um, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. neither well, here nor there. Well, you know, Barbara was in Dingle. I was in Dingle. Yeah, I love Dingle. Sitting in the room of price houses, looking at the sea, the windows open, away, the windows wide open. Um, but as you said, like this guy, this guy sounds really, really angry. He like, does, this yeah. sounds, which makes me wonder what is making him so angry. Is it the in-laws kind of suggesting that he should make, you know, go get a bigger mortgage and move closer to where they are in the nicer suburb? But as the letter goes on, he gets more and more angry. And as you said, at the very end of it, he's like, should he just ignore it or should he just leave? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which seems like kind of the nuclear option. Um I mean, he does make a good point about why is his wife not being asked to earn more money in order to facilitate the move. And again, I would like to say to him that that illustrates perfectly why the patriarchy is bad for men as well as for women. Um, But finally, like where him and his wife, where him and his family, his wife and his kids live is, first of all, nothing to do with his in-laws. They really, Mm, they they mm. really, you know, so I mean, you can't stop them expressing perhaps their wishes or their dreams or their desires. But actually, they're not in the mix when it comes down to making a decision. But I don't understand, and he hasn't said anything about it. This is something himself and his wife need to sit down and talk about. Where 
do they want to move and where can they afford to move and where should they move to? Because it sounds to me from reading the letter like he actually is hankering after going back to the southwest of the country, if that's I'm assuming that's race from. Um, but has he expressed that to the wife? Has he talked about that to her? Does he know how she feels about that? Maybe she'd love that. Mm. Maybe she wouldn't love that. Depends on what age your kids are as well as to whether they'll move and have a radical change yeah. of scenery. Um, so, you know, I mean, what I would say to him is uh, sit down and talk to your wife, you know, uh, but calm down, man. You're very angry. So, like, I hope this is what's causing the anger and that there isn't something else because he does seem to be very angry for something that, you know, isn't, I mean, it's not a huge big issue. Is it? Mm. Oh. I think sometimes though. Yeah, when, when, I, I mean, he's yeah. It's like her family and his wife are yeah. are, are work are you know. But it yeah, I think or, I think often though it, what can happen in 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 relationships is that um, one side of the family and it, I, I'm going to be very careful saying this, but I'm still going to say it. Often it <laughs> is is the wife's family because <gasps> of the relationship bond tends to be of, of a certain kind of way. The wife tends to be able to engineer a scenario where her family is closer by or whatever it is that can often happen what let me start that again let me start that again brother. <laughs> it's all his fault yeah yeah, yeah. no it's, it's all his fault, fault but they can, they can look his, okay I'm going to start again my whole thing right one I can see an under, undercurrent of snobbery going on here and the values oh, not even an undercurrent no but it's yes. the values the values is what I'm talking about is that he and she and, and by proxy and the, you mean their the social values not the their values the their yeah. values are not the same he and his wife um, are compatible insofar as they're in a relationship together, but perhaps somewhere in the mix they haven't actually worked out what the bigger picture of the values is. Maybe the wife is conflicted and she can kind of see two possible avenues. One is to follow the life path that her parents have mapped out by living in exactly the same area and just living their lives, but just like 30 years later. Or kind of the avenue or the road less travelled, which would be, you know, going to live somewhere else. Maybe the husband's hometown, if he is from the Southwest, as as we think. Um, The bottom line, though, is is that when you're in that situation, neither of those things will map out to be a happy ever after scenario unless both people in the relationship are kind of on the same page. I think what's happening here is he's going, you can't make me go on the same page. And already, already he's quite strong in his, some of what your values are, I, he's dismissing outright going just because you want me to move to a slightly snobbier you know area where the houses are more expensive doesn't mean I'm moving to an area where the life is better but it seems mm. to me it seems to have come to one of these things where he's just digging his heels in now and saying I'm not doing that just because you all expect me or want me to do that do you, you think know, he's under a little bit more to... pressure though just in a kind of like you know uh, this is what I was trying to be very careful about re- referring to earlier on about the you're the man provide for my daughter and your and your kids kind yes, of vibe yes okay I, I accept that's that that's what I was yeah, getting yeah no at. I accept that Make, that's fine we live in a big house here why can't you move to yeah. our even more leafier suburb but where you know the what? roads it's are a, better he's paved. getting all I think kind of snowed under by the fact that the in-laws are kind of putting the pressure on him making him feel as you say that he's failing in some way and not being able to do yeah, this that's what's he says they've always angry. looked down on him yeah. and yeah. what he's That's doing. That's why he's angry. Now, yeah. You know, again, like I think there's always in life stories we tell ourselves which may not be entirely true. They may not, he may be interpreting that as them looking down at okay, them. Maybe, Their motivation yeah. may be that wouldn't it be great to live near the grandkids, have the daughter nearby, you know, 
wouldn't that be great? And yeah, it's a lovely area and all the rest of it. But that's what they himself. First of all, what the what is, as I've said, what the in-laws think is neither here nor there. But himself and his wife have to sit down and say, and look at what would the advantages be of living in that area or any other area that they might have. Stop giggling. Well, I'm thinking of disadvantages. He's closer to her family. You sound like a bunch of weapons. (laughs) Which is also really, really kind of, you know, a good tactic on his part is to to not have, if he's finding their interventions to be kind of um, emotionally upsetting or judgmental or snobbish or whatever it is, having them too close is is recipe for disaster. Yeah, but I mean, I I think he needs to just park that for a minute and just look coldly at the two of them look coldly and calculatedly at the area leave out the, the in-laws for a moment the other thing which I think is if you're considering a move when you've kids who are saying which I, I don't know why but I think maybe kids would be in primary school I think if you're looking at a move the other thing you have to consider is when your yeah. kids are teenagers are they going to be near a bus are they going to be near the train are they going to be near the Lewis so they can get themselves around to the place That because that's becomes hugely important when your children are teenagers if you've moved to somewhere that's not served well or if they're currently somewhere that's not served well perhaps by public transport so they need to look at all of that would it facilitate would they have to move schools that's a huge thing Almost for kids yeah. so like those are the things they should be looking at. Not the fact that I'm getting bullied into doing that. Nobody's bullying you. The, the in-laws are just, yeah, you know, expressing probably too forcefully and too often what they want. But you should be able to park that and just sit down with your wife and work out what is best for your family from a financial, social, every other point of view. Um, and just not be- I do think though it would be higher <laughs> on his wife's list of priorities to be closer to her parents than it would be on his list of priorities so when they're kind of merging but you know their what list that, of you know if the wife the wife was a bit clever like that could be an advantage having the grandparents down the road do you know what I mean? If you Could need be. somebody yeah. to feed the cat when you're on holidays, mm. if you need somebody to step in and mind the kids or keep an eye on the kids as they get older, there are advantages to having them down the road. He's not moving into the house with the in-laws, but there might be advantages he might find. I just think he's so like now so angry and so he's in the red mist because he feels he's been forced into something and he's been looked down on and all that kind of stuff. He needs to get away from all that in order to make a logical decision with his wife. So you see, yeah, yeah, well, you're right. At the same time, moving house is a huge expense. Huge. It's a huge amount of hassle. And the question is, well, why should we do this uh, at all? And and I must say, I've lived in Dublin for decades and I'm still occasionally surprised by just how feckin' schnobby That's yes, Dubliners exactly can it. be. Yeah, no, and you're right. people from Terranure have never been over the Liffey. Yeah. And like, it's, it's astounding. mind-boggling. And as a Northsider who, who, who travels over the rivers of Ireland quite freely, I have seen that while you may believe that certain parts of Leafy South Dublin are way more beautiful than the west of Dublin or the northwest, east of Dublin, whatever, that's not always true. No. And, and it's actually Dude. sometimes... It's actually nicer there because we don't get the outsiders coming over yeah. to bother us. Malahide's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Malahide kind of doesn't count. And see, he's I'm probably, that may be part of it. Yes. He's going, you know, there's, there may be hundreds of thousands of the different of the you know, in a few miles and I mean, they're so excited about this. As you said, they've got to look at why are they moving. Yeah. Do they need more space? That's usually why people yeah. move. Yeah. Um, or be in a better location, you know, for whatever reason. That, I don't think that's true because so many, over the, the, my lifetime, I've seen so many people move from one area where they have a, you know, a four bedroom semi or whatever to another area where they have a 
slightly bigger, maybe slightly smaller four bedroom semi, but they're moving to be in a certain area. And because people Mm. people buy into that, people buy into. Well, you know what Phil and Kirsty say: location, location, location. That's what they say. That's what they say. Probably say more than that, but yeah, sometimes they do. That's yeah, yeah. Thing. Actually, Kirsty said a value. vote Brexit. I think you're right. It's, it's Kirsty yeah. said vote, vote, vote for Brexit. So I wouldn't yeah. believe what she so said. So her location is yeah. now outside it's the right. EU. <laughs> yeah, um, they, it is a difference in values. Maybe people from Dingle aren't like that. Aren't riddled with class. Dingle prejudice. people aren't like that. They're exactly. Lovely. So Isn't that's, that's dang that's, now. Is they're lovely part, people. Yeah, that's part well, of the problem. Well, yeah, yeah. It can be there you go. Just speaking for my values. Few, a few comments on that. One is dumper. Uh, another one always, is it's always yes. one of those yeah. God I'm so glad I'm not married uh, okay. says Minnie uh, regarding that man whose wife is putting him under pressure to move do it yes the coercion he's being subjected to is not acceptable but never underestimate the value of having family close by you which see? is what uh, yeah, you said Barbara can be, uh, yeah. and uh, the in-laws sound like a pain in the arse and you should move as far as from them <laughs> as possible or tell them to sod off uh, says Eamon uh, Paddy says for once I agree with Declan Paddy, <laughs> uh, let's I go love out. you, Paddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, once. You're right, Declan. Women are master manipulators. <laughs> Declan Buckley's new podcast okay, for yeah. incels yeah. will be yeah. available okay. on the Go Live platform very soon. Uh, right. Here's our next question. I'm 55 years old. My wife and I recently celebrated our 10th anniversary and went out for dinner. I booked a restaurant where we had both dined in before and both had enjoyed. Over the past year, I've noticed my wife has become extremely past remarkable. She's become bitchy, rude and not afraid to hide her opinions of people. I'm all for confidence and speaking your mind, but not at the expense of others. On the night of our anniversary, the food in the restaurant wasn't good enough. The staff weren't good enough. The wine wasn't good enough. What I wore wasn't good enough. And she told them it wasn't good enough. She complained. And when I asked her to just relax a little bit, said that my standards are so low (laughs) that I couldn't see how bad the service and food was. I'm a very relaxed person and it takes a lot to get me angry. Do you think she is genuinely angry at the world or is she angry with me? She still tells me she loves me and we do have no problems between the sheets so far. Uh, what can I do? Oh. I should ask my husband not to be right then to hear embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is the first problem, I, the first um, thought I had when I read this letter was, is, is this a general kind of scenario or does this relate specifically to the night out that they were going? Like, it was it, was her behaviour on the night of your 10th anniversary specifically related to that not being good enough for her? Did you just sort of fail to deliver on her expectations for that? And, and then when you kind of retrospectively thought about it, you went, oh, actually, she's been a bit bitchy for the last couple of months or whatever. So I don't know. So if, if you think it's a general scenario where your, your wife's kind of being a bit past remarkable and kind of getting at you and you're not... This is... Yeah, I think it's one of those ones where you're kind of... What's his name now? I was waiting for you to take another pot shot at women. What's his name? Paddy's waiting for you now. He's holding his breath. <laughs> you know what the Paddy chicks are like, Paddy. You have to read the room. The, read the room. Read the room. Read the room. Read the room. That's the name of your podcast. Sometimes a woman isn't saying what she's really saying, Barbara. No, but... But what I'm actually saying is kind of like that. Is that is she actually giving out to you about the, 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 what you delivered up for your tenth anniversary? If you can realistically move that away and go, no, that isn't what she was disappointed by. It's just a general kind of a thing. Then you have to look at the way in which you're communicating with her. What's what's actually being said? Because 
like sometimes when people get more comfortable with each other they're just a bit more comfortable being a bit negative around general stuff but if all the negativity is directed towards you and you're simultaneously going well I'm just this kind of happy-go-lucky lad who doesn't you know deserve the negativity maybe you need to kind of think about that and wonder whether or not she's kind of give you that nudge um, but uh, yeah so I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's about the party or the, the dinner and you didn't bring her to the right place and give her her like whatever her her what do they give women for their 10th anniversary? Is that like, Absolutely what did you get? I have nothing. <laughs> no, no what is the 10th anniversary? I thought you meant to get like is a big, like huge, metal like a or big, bad, or... like, like a triple gold ring or something. No idea. Like I don't know. I know what I did you get, get it? I He's not there yet. There yet. All right. Okay. Okay. No, I haven't. I'm not there yet. We wouldn't allow them to get married for ages. So then they're all behind schedule on their anniversary. I'm confused about the whole thing. Now, on paper... He says he, he brought her to a restaurant they dined in before. That was, you know, a nice thoughtful yeah. thing to do. And, and But he says over the past year she's become yes. that way. That's I mean, true. to me, um, that was the key to it, that she has become more past remarkable and not afraid to hide her opinions. God, spare us from women who aren't afraid to hide their opinions. The obvious thing that struck me first when I read this was, as he asked her how she's feeling, how she is. Mood swings are very much part a, a symptom of menopause. I'm glad you said that. Yes. Well, I was thinking uh, the same thing. Okay, I didn't so, pick up on that. you know, menopause requires understanding and less judgment from a partner. So I think, and again, it's men always making themselves the goddamn victims, do you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> God, Paddy, she's you Yeah, do you hear that, Paddy? Yeah. She ruined Once me again, yes, snowflake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she ruined me now. She, was, she didn't like this, and she didn't like that, and she didn't like the other. Um... But I would, so what I would urge our letter writer to do is cut the judgment. Um, if she wasn't always like this, and this is a change you've seen, as you've expressed in the last year, then I think the chat, and I'm not a doctor, the chances are it could be menopausal. And, you know, it's a passing phase then, but you need to be supportive and you need to be, you know, and inquire as to how she's feeling. Um, I, I, and if, and if she does say, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't feel great. And, you know, I know I'm cranky and I'm angry and I'm this and I'm that. You know, if she hasn't already, she should be talking to her GP about how that can be managed. Um, and I'm not speaking entirely. I'm not speaking entirely from personal experience, but I do find that women of a certain age do get angry because they're pissed off. <laughs> all the bullshit Just in general. That they've had yeah, to okay. put up with yeah. for decades. Well, okay, and but sometimes... say, so says this fella, and like, you know, in fairness to him, he's wondering, is it me or what's going on or what the cause? It's not all let's about say, you, buddy. Let, let's say, hang on yeah, a but if, if, yeah. if your partner's annoyed, you yeah, know, yeah, the, you more, the more likely candidate of making them annoyed is there, you know. is Did is, I mention Dingle? You did. Okay. Because when I was in Dingle talking about my book, which is called Wise Up, and it's six months published today, I met quite a few men who actually were buying the book and said for themselves, because they said, I I need, not that my book's about menopause, it's not, but they they are interested as well. And I think that is one of the advantages of the conversation about menopause is that more men now are kind of going, oh, that's what's wrong with her. Right, <laughs> and yeah. understanding and being able to provide the kind of support that maybe women would need. So, could so, you give this guy advice as to how to approach this conversation with his gently. wife? Because I imagine if she's kind of in a delicate yeah. state and she feels a bit angry and he just medicalizes it, yeah, she no. might go, Get you know, the, make her yeah, worse. You know what no, I mean? And I it's about go choosing your time, you know, yeah. not doing yeah. it when she's busy or already that you know she's in a bad humor. You know, I don't wait to go, God, you're in another bad humor. What's wrong with you? How are you feeling? That's yeah. not the way to do it. Yeah. It's the way to do it is when you're sitting quietly having a you know dinner at home or you're watching the telly and just bring the conversation around to like how are you feeling you know why were you know what 
why would you, why were you angry about whatever whatever is there something else going on just gently that's all just open the door to the conversation uh, because what you need to do is is to get her to talk and to tell you how she's feeling and as I say um, to recognise that that mood swings are definitely a big part of menopause um, is, can I this I is mean me. the good news is it'll pass Ask yeah. a really dumb question, like, cause, because often the scenario, like the conversation around menopause, it's about people knowing what the symptoms are and knowing what is actually happening to them as women at that yeah. age. Is it that she's not even really aware? Of, possibly. Yeah, because yeah, then, then you've got a possibly. double layer of confusion around yeah. she's not sure why, he's not sure why, yeah. unless they and both the get informed. the thing about menopause, as with most things that, that, that are, are, are kind of around women's biology, is that no two women experience the, the same, same so thing. there isn't really a checklist. There's about like 50 or 60 yeah. different, you can get a combination of 50 or 60 different Exactly, symptoms. so yeah. you know it's not like oh if you've this and you've this and you've this it's definitely menopause. Mm. It, there can be a myriad of things and there can be you know everybody's experience is different. Some women have a really tough time going through menopause, mood swings and all kinds of other physical um, uh, challenges and other women kind of fairly breeze through it without too much difficulty. So it just depends. But the good news is that regardless of what uh, what kind of menopause that, that this man's wife is experiencing she will move out of it she's not going to be stuck here forever so it's just a question of you know hanging on in there and being a bit kind and a bit patient and giving her a little bit more more leeway than perhaps you normally would. And booking would. a nicer restaurant the next booking time. A ni- yeah. I would have a feeling that he took her back to the restaurant <laughs> they were in 10 years ago maybe and it wasn't, you know, maybe it has gone downhill. Would you think it was a sweet idea but maybe yeah. it has gone downhill. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Captain America's was much more uh, <laughs> cuisine oh. 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, this is... Uh, uh, <laughs> Lots of people actually said the same thing as you, Barbara, wasn't the menopause. Right. Uh, Eamon says it sounds like the be- like she's fed off from this could be the beginning of the end. Someone no. else thinks it won't make it to their 11th anniversary, no. says Ed. So, um, <laughs> both ends of the scale <laughs> there. Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend broke up with me because I occasionally smoke on nights out. He knew this of me from the get-go, but it was rare enough that I would smoke. In the last few weeks, I found myself drawn to them more and he was not happy about it. He would often bring it up in conversation in front of friends and family. And on a few occasions, it got heated. It was humiliating and inappropriate. I know it's right that it's our relationship is over now, but I can't help feeling shame and guilt and blaming myself for not being able to stop a habit he didn't like. At what point do we allow our partners to have a say on what we do and don't do? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for laughing It's like I think you answered your own question there Bridie God I mean to me this is a a, um, this letter is a perfect example of really confused thinking I mean uh, you know because the question is not what she asked at the bottom where she says at what point do we allow our partners to have a say on what we do and what we don't do because I think this person probably a woman, knows that the letter is about smoking. And what she's looking for is for us to say, yeah, you're right. That's your choice what you do with your body. And if you want to smoke, off you go and smoke and he shouldn't be getting involved. And she knows we're not going to say that because smoking isn't like any other habit in that it doesn't just affect you. It does affect the people around you and the people who are closest to you. So, you know, you abusing your own body through smoking is, yes, your own business, but not when you're in, a, in an intimate relationship with somebody who does not want to be getting secondary smoke. What are you making that face? I know, because I'm, I'm kind of surprised that this is the angle that you're oh, taking. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm so surprised. Yeah. yeah. You are. Why? Yeah. Oh, God. If I... G- yeah, a jingle can change a woman, it can't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's all that fresh air. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, because it does. It affects the people around you and it also tastes horrible. So I'm not surprised if you weren't smoking very much, only okay, the occasional one on a night out and now you're fagash lil. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Your man's not mm. happy. He doesn't want to be kissing an eyelash tray every you night. Could, okay, well, if you don't like the way something smells, you mightn't like somebody having fried food on a Friday like, and you mightn't like it's one thing I've often thought about being vegetarian if I was vegetarian <laughs> okay. now and I was single I and think that's I why you made everyone somebody. in your house a vegetarian <laughs> vegetarians can fry up a storm <laughs> I've had vegetarians living in my house with a stink of oil oh, constantly. some weird things yeah. they add in to get flavour. Yeah, but they're not eating meat. That's the point. No, they're okay. not. No, no, no. that's the but what the I'm saying. But the house is stink. Oh, that's you know, that's fundamentally, that's what I'm though, what I'm saying is, is that I, do, I, do, I think that the opposite to you is that I think that it's what? all very well and good for you to say about another person that you believe that their life choices are either unhealthy or, or unacceptable or whatever it is. You still can't control them in that way to be kind of like pushing that thing on them this this woman was smoking when she met this guy and he's then going well you need to change to be in a relationship with me and then she's going well it's not working out now because he's That's still at that true he said she she said she only had the very rare cigarette on a night yeah, out and yeah. she's now smoking more so she's gone from being drunk and having the odd fag which he could have probably put up with to now being fag ash lil and he doesn't and but you don't see any red flag with him like a reprimanding her in front of other no, people in the room yeah, okay, friends, that's front of friends and family that's okay that's outrageous. not ideal yeah. I just think that's, that's the ideal. bit that I think is, un- is uncomfortable but I mean it's the fact that he's walked I think is not a surprise but he doesn't yeah, like cigarettes I have no problem with that part but what, what I do have a okay, problem with I mean, I is, that, is that, that just because it's smoking makes it any different to having a few pints of Guinness at the weekend or going out to play golf or doing anything that affects your relationship you still have to negotiate you can't just go oh that's this and you're a terrible person unfortunately it didn't work out because they couldn't make that compromise it didn't work for them she shouldn't walk away feeling guilty or whatever because she, she knows she smoking be, is she bad she shouldn't be surprised she knows yeah. smoking no, is bad yeah but Mr. I mean, Controlly okay. Pants there the thing, I think yeah. definitely definitely we, yeah. have to, we have run out of time uh, <laughs> but there's just enough time to read out uh, uh, another Paddy. text from Paddy in Cork he says you're on fire today Declan again you're spot on married women are generally disappointed on angry with life Uh, Barbara and Declan thank you both very much Uh, Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank think again weekdays at 2pm on News Talk